Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And uh, she's back. We got Elise. How you doing? I'm so good. Thank you for having me back. Absolutely. You are a weekly guest, 10 o'clock. Uh, uh, I was going to say Saturday. It's not Saturday. It's Monday. 10 o'clock <laughs> on Monday. How you, how you doing? I'm good. I just got over COVID, but can't hold me down. Here I am. Yeah, that's right. Did it? it uh, yeah, it, it's not fun. I've had it. It's not fun. This is round two for me. You know, it's coming back around. Everyone's getting it again. Yeah. Yeah. The the thing for me that was really odd is I lost my appetite. Like me I remember too. one. I remember yeah. one day going. I don't think I ate today. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Let's just go. <laughs> I can. I know. Wait. I know. Same. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this is not a COVID show. What we're going to talk about here is kind of a, a summary, right? We, we You were on the channel a couple of weeks ago. People love the interaction, but I think we owe them a summary of how you and your husband got to 21 doors uh, in relatively short order. So uh, without going deal by deal, why don't we just kind of do the blocking and tackling? What strategies you used? What were the big kind of game changers, uh, Elise? So remind people when you got your first one. Yeah, so we started um, with the long-term investments in 2017. Before that, we had a uh, kind of like a short-term rental in Big Bear, but 2017 is when we started. And you secured the capital for that purchase with the home equity line or savings? No, or- that one was just saving 20% down. So um, that was the slow and steady approach is how we started. And then um, we started using a different approach to grow uh, much more rapidly. Okay. So the first one was just like I did, right? You had, you saved up 20%. You found what you thought was a great deal. You bought it. Bingo, bango, one in the books. Exactly. All right. Where, where do we go from there? Does it, does it change for number two or was it kind of the same strategy? Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of embarrassing. I'm a little fuzzy. I know it might be the second one. We also saved for 20% down. And then I think it was the third property. All right. Okay. Um, we sold the Big Bear um, cabin. Ah, yes. And then um, I think starting around property number four-ish is when we started to do um, the home equity line of credit on our house. Yeah. So let's talk about that. People ask me all the time about using a home equity line of credit. And again, given my personal experience, when I was growing up, we were a weekend away from being foreclosed. I'm not a big fan of adding debt. However, I have used my home equity line. My rule of thumb was, yeah. If I use it, I have to pay it off before I buy anything else. Yeah. And two, I challenged myself to pay it off in a year or less. So when you used your home equity line, did you have similar rules or did you just YOLO it or what, <laughs> what, what was the strategy? Definitely not YOLO. Um, I would like to say that, you know, we take educated, informed risks. Um, but but the same same thing is we definitely were paying it back. So um our line of credit was interest only for a period of time, right? Sure. So you're not paying that principal. Um and so we 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 were not going to do it unless the Burr strategy was allowing us to repay that loan back um, before six months, right? So that it was always 
prior to six months, we're going to have it back. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's just hit that. Cause again, birth strategy is something that was amazing. I don't know, 2018, 19, 20. I do not think Burr will be a great strategy, 22, 23, 24. But again, it was your story. So again, you have a home equity line, you buy a heavy fixer, you probably pay cash, you fix it up, you go back to a bank at the six-month mark for seasoning, you get an appraisal, you get hopefully all of your money back, if yeah. not a little more, you pay off the equity line. Kind of the base strategy. That's the base strategy. And honestly, um, you know, we started with that, the value add strategy. Um, and then we sort of got very comfortable once we had our team and we were getting our money back on refis and really seeing the numbers and um, that we were essentially getting quote unquote free houses, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you have a loan in place, but yep. if you have no capital invested at the end of the day, um, so that's, so that's, that was our, that became our strategy. So then we rolled yeah. with it and then we bought a portfolio with the home equity line of credit and did sort of this crazy burr strategy with the portfolio purchase. So, um, so let's it, talk it, about that. So when you say a portfolio, I know what that means, yeah. but what was in the portfolio? Yeah. So we bought 13 single family homes. Um, it was a stretch for us. It was several years ago. It was a stretch for us. Um, and we used some of our own capital, the home equity line of credit. Um, and uh, luckily we were able to get, get that price down a little bit after um, inspections. Um, yep. We got it down, I think 130,000 after inspections and our total portfolio purchase price was 865 nice. um, for the 13 houses, yeah. So you went into it at 995, then you got 130K off and yeah. you close it yeah. at 865. We said, look, we need at least 10K off each house. Um, right. They're not we in pretended to be shocked. We knew exactly what we were getting into, to be honest, but we pretended to be shocked and oh! um, we, we need some money off. This, these inspections yeah. are terrible. Yeah. Right, right, right. So uh, let's talk about how you found that deal. So again, you're into the game now. You're probably five, six, seven properties deep. You have a network. How did that I mean, did they, did that person find you? Did they find somebody in your network and they came to you? How do you find a seller of 13 single family homes? Yeah. So this is actually a really, it's almost fate that, that this came across us again. Um, when we were looking for single family homes in the area um, previously, one of the sellers um, was trying to get top dollar for his house and it had deferred maintenance and all of this. And um, he was trying to get market value and it was not a market value house. Right. It just not wasn't going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So um, we kind of walked away from that one, bought another one. Um, and we knew that this owner, um, you know, was getting on an age and, um, had a portfolio. This is what we heard when we were looking at that house, you know, the agent let us know that he's got others, got a lot. Yeah. He's got a lot. And we're like, okay, mental note. Yeah. Clearly. Right. <laughs> <Note> like, <to laughs> <self>. <laughs> so if he's not ready now, let's follow up. We're going to follow right. up. So, um, we did actually try to follow up later on and, um, it turns out he passed away. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, you know, that's, that's another opportunity for us. Do the, yeah. does the family, is this something that the family wants to take on or is this now it our is opportunity? so rare where the next generation wants to exactly fixers. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And they were again, lots of deferred maintenance. Um, and uh, I think like a lot of warm bodies in the houses, right? Like not yeah. like he was, uh, he did his own property management. He, yeah. you know, no screening. No, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the best. So a lot of work, a lot of work. So, um, 
so when we called the agent back, she let us know, like, you know, he did pass away and, um, you know, so we said, okay, we're going to give it a few weeks. Obviously we're not terrible people. Um, (laughs) we're just going to, when when do we cross the not terrible to follow up? What date is that? We're here to help you. Um, so, um, you know, the agent said, give it a couple weeks and, um, you know, we'll get in touch with them. This is turning into a whole story. Sorry, but it is a story. It's It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she said, you know, I'll, I'll get back in touch with them. And, um, we were also on a Facebook group, um, locally with wholesalers and things like that. Well, we saw the portfolio pop up with the wholesaler. So the agent did not get those other properties under oh. contract. And so we pop, we saw it pop up on this Facebook group and we called and we said, look, we know these properties. We know right. um, the story. We're interested. We were, you know, almost trying to buy one of them in the past, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, we went under contract and um, flew with out. With the wholesaler. With the wholesaler, actually, so it was even more expensive. It was like 1.2 and there was land, there was land included. And we said, look, can we do, I think it was 965, yeah, 965. And it said, take out the land and sell that separately. And so that was cool. We went under contract for that. And then, like I said, we went out, we saw, we were able to get into like 10 out of the, or 11 out of the 13 properties and have them all sign um, estoppel forms to find out what was what, what do you own? What security deposits, you know? Um, had them all sign estoppel forms and um, mm-hmm. yep. And then cut off 130 and at 835 or whatever it was. Yeah, we took it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's awesome. So again, there's a couple of things in this story that I want people to realize. One is um, you followed up. Yeah. Uh, you also took the time to get in Facebook groups in a market that's not your home market. Right. Right. If you're, if you don't do that step, you don't get this deal. It goes, yeah. it goes somewhere else. Yeah. So again, folks, grow your network, always be, always be reaching out, always meet new people, always take mental notes. Uh, a lot of, lot of wisdom there. So again, you close this deal, 13 units, yeah. houses. Um, do you go one by one and you kind of turn one at a time or how does, how does that all work? So this was a crazy time. So it was actually February, March, um, literally, I think 2020 when COVID was happening. Oh, wow. It All was the literally about to shut down. Oh, and they did. And they did. So the way we had to be so creative, we were very tight on finances to get this deal done. We had to be very creative. And it was just like a kick in the mouth because we were doing um, 10 conventional um, through our lender. We were doing two through hard money Mm. and we were doing one as a cash purchase. It was just the way that we wanted to do it. And so um, the two that were hard money, they backed out the, like, it was like. I remember when the country shut down, hard money lenders. Done. Done. And we're like, you know, is this going to be a problem for the lender? Like, I mean, for the seller, like, can we just nix these two out? What are they going to want to do? And she wanted to sell the whole as a package. And so especially with the uncertainty of COVID, um, it kind of allowed us to, again, take the opportunity and capitalize on that. And we said, look, you have to sell or finance us these two then. We will take the whole one. We're happy to take the whole one. The whole, we don't even know what's happening in the beginning, but we're still willing to yeah. take on this portfolio, but you do have to sell or finance it. And we put, you know, a hard stop dates. One was one year and one was two years. And okay. we said, and you'll be out knowing that we were going to rehab and burr the yeah. other properties. So we made her comfortable um, and we worked through it. <laughs> so uh, now, uh, so that was 2020. It's now call it the end of 2022. How does yeah. the portfolio look today? Are they all on 
permanent debt? Was this the one big portfolio yeah. loan you just did? Yep. Yep. So we refinanced out um, and I'm getting my numbers all messed up, but it was like 13 now that we have in the um, port, that portfolio loan. So sure. yes. Um, and it's at like, and she's paid quarter. off. She's happy. It, oh, it she got out. paid off early. One of them we sold because it was in a flood. There was one property that we did not want, but that's the thing you have to have. Yeah, you got to take it all. Yeah. 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 And so one was in a flood zone. So we sold that out and paid that out. And then the other one, we paid her back. We just, yeah, got rid nice. of it. <laughs> nice. So again, if I were to look at your story that you get to today, uh, kind of, kind of boring in the beginning, 20% down. Uh, then you use your home equity line to facilitate burrs in a very conservative manner, right? You don't don't yeah. YOLO and just blow it all out. You you pay it back, and then um, you get the opportunity to flex your muscle, which it was a new muscle at the time, right? A portfolio deal, follow up wholesalers, networking, seller financing, and you know now fast. It's only been four years, right? Four four and a half yeah. years. It's yeah, pretty amazing to think about. Yeah, it's wild. I think that your knowledge base and your confidence increase. It's the two, right? Like you absolutely need a knowledge base. I think people um, try to get more knowledge than they need to start. Again, that's that analysis paralysis and everything. But but what's really important too is the confidence um, that grows as as you become a landlord and as you you know secure your teams and are bringing in stable income and you really start to think bigger. That's it. You yeah. just start to believe and think bigger. That is awesome. Well, we're going to transition into video number two, where we talk about lessons learned. Uh, but before we do, Elise, how can people follow you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at investing for financial freedom. Oh, I love that title. One more time. What is it? Find me on Instagram at investing for financial freedom. Awesome. Thank you so much.